Begin today the Gemara on the Ches Summit Base towards the bottom, about six, seven lines from the bottom. There's a simon the Gemara brings here for the following uh, memories, the, the statements that it brings, B'Shem Rabbi Yechinen. Kibbutz, Geisers, Tzdoke, according to one Gersim, Maise, or Maiser with the Reish, Parnas, Simon. This is the simon of the next few things. Om Rabbi Yechinen, so Rabbi Yechinen said, Godl Yoyim Agishamim. The greatness of a day that it rains is so great, Kiyoyim Kibbutz Golius, like the day that the Ebeshter gathers Yidin in from Golus. Shanema, the Postic says, Shuva Hashem is The Ebeshter returns us and it compares it to Kafikim Banegev, like the Afikim that is in the Negev, in the south. What is Afikim? Vein Afikim Elamotar. When it says Afikim, this refers to the rain that comes down. How do we know? Shenemar, there's another passage where it says, Vayiru Afike Yom, or Vayiro Afike Yom, that the Afike Yam, which is what comes out, is the, the water that comes out from the ocean, came out. So we see the term Afikim refers to water. Om Rabbi Yechenen, Rabbi Yechenen also said, God the day that it rains is so great, that even the, the, the soldiers in an army that are going out to fight, but on a day that it's raining, it holds them up. They don't go out. Shenema, the Pasuk says, This means is, the Tolomeo are the little mountains that there is in the field. When a person plows his field, Rave, it gets quenched from the, uh, the thirst of this field, gets quenched from the rain that it rains. So the Gedudim, the, the groups of soldiers, are calm and they don't go out to fight in a time when there's rain. It's an obvious fact, huh? Yeah. The, rain, the rain does not get held up because of people that pledge money publicly and they don't give their pledge. The Pasuk says, clouds and wind. So you have clouds and wind that comes, v'geshem oyin, but there's no rain, ish mishalel b'matan shoker, and a person is praising himself with a false pledge that he makes to give, and he doesn't end up giving it. So Rashi says, just like the person that makes a big commotion of himself, and he pledges, he's going to give, and he doesn't end up giving anything, the same thing also, the Ebesha brings a cloud, and a wind, and it looks like it's going to rain, but b'poyal, nothing comes. That's one pshad in Rashi. Um, Rabbi Yechenen, Rabbi Yechenen also said, What's the meaning of the Pasuk where it says, Aser to Aser. By the mitzvah of Maiseris, it uses a double lotion. What does this mean? Aser b'shvil shetesasher. You should give Maiser in order to become rich. That's how a person becomes rich when he gives Maiser. So, lotion the Gemara actually, some of Farshim point out, is Aser b'shvil shetesasher. Meaning that even though usually by mitzvahs we say that you should do the mitzvah l'shma and don't you do it for any reward, but over here it says, even if a person gives tzedakah and gives maiser, b'shvil, for the purpose because he wants to become rich, you will be, you'll become rich. Ashkechei Rab Yechenen liyenukeh derish lakish. Rab Yechenen encountered the young son of Rish Lakish. Now Rish Lakish was Rab Yechenen's brother-in-law. Rish Lakish married Rab Yechenen's sister. If, the, if you remember the story in the Gemara, Rabbi Yechenen uh, was, was the one that made Rishlokish into a Balchuva and he taught him Teire and then he married him off to his sister. Now, so now this child was Rabbi Yechenen's nephew. Amalei, Rabbi Yechenen tells him, Emeli tell me the Pasik that you learned today. Amalei said to him, Aser Taser. I learned the Pasik of Aser Taser. Amalei, so the child said to Rabbi Yechenen, Umay Aser Taser. What does this double lotion of the Pasik mean? Amalei, Rabbi Yechenen answered him, Aser Beshvil Shetis 
You should give uh, Maiser in order to become rich. So the child says to Rabbi Yechenen, how do you know this? So Rabbi Yechenen answered him, Zil Nisi, go and try it. So the child says to Rabbi Yechenen, Are you allowed to try and, and, and test the Eivishter in this way? The Pasuk says, You're not allowed to test the Eivishter. So Rabbi Yechenen answered him, This is what Rabbi Yechenen said, Chutz Usually you're not allowed to test the Eivishter to do something because you want to test to see if the Eivishter will reward you. But besides the mitzvah of Maiser, of Tzedakah. So now there's a Pasuk that says, Bring all the Maiser into the storehouse. And then you'll have food in your house. And the Eivishter says, you can test me with this. Amar Hashem Tzvayis, the Eivishter says, If I will not open up for you all the windows in the sky, And I will empty out all the brachas to you, What do the words mean? In the simple translation, sounds like that it will not be enough. You'll be so much that your, your, that your mouth lips. will become worn out, or your lips will become worn out from saying enough, enough. This is what Rabbi Yechenin explained the child. So he said to his uncle, Rabbi Yechenin, If I would have arrived to this Pasuk that you just quoted there, it's a Pasuk in Malachi. Yeah? So if he says, if I would have learned that Pasuk myself, so then... Uh, I would not need you to explain me this, your teacher to explain me this, because I would see this Pasuk for myself. Okay, this is how he speaks to his uncle, no? Kupanim, just if you see over here, the Teisvis, there's a long Teisvis, Teisvis quotes here a Medrish, and the Medrish brings a story of a person that had a, a field that would produce tremendous amount of produce, Elef Kur, huge amount. And this person was so rich and he gave a lot of tzedakah, he would give a hundred kor for Meiser. And when, before he passed away, he called his son and he told him, you should know that I'm giving you this field that produces so much. Be careful, always give this amount of Meiser of a hundred kor that I gave. Knew what happened after he passed away and he did not, the son did not give this, this uh, kind of a Meiser. And the next year what happened? The field only produced a uh, hundred kor. Instead of producing a thousand, it produced only a hundred. Okay, so that, that Taisa says, this is, a, this is the whole story of where you see that whatever Maisi you give, Bishul Shetisasha, that Debesha gives you ten times as much. Okay, the Taisa brings you the story from the Medrash with all the details. Let's talk to Gemara Vaiter, another... You become, you get ten, ten times as much. Yeah, that's how rich you become. Let's talk to Gemara, another story here with Rabbi Yechenin and his nephew. He again encountered the son of Rishlokish, the Yosef Omar, that he was sitting and saying this Pasuk, the foolishness of a person, it takes him, it perverts his way. And he gets angry and he gets sad on the Eivishter. Yosef is sitting and he was wondering, and Omar, he said, Is there something that's written in Ksuvim? That's not hinted in the Torah. In other words, the point of this Pasuk is that sometimes a person has things in his life that don't go right, and he's blaming the Eibishter, and he doesn't realize that it's really the foolishness of his own ways. So where do you have this concept hinted in the Torah? So the, the, the child, the son of Rishlokish said, is this not hinted in the Torah? 
Vaksiv, there's the Pasuk that says, this is by the brothers of Yasef, after they left Yasef and Mitzrayim, and he was blaming them for being Meraglim and so on. What do they say? They were very, their, their hearts went out, and they were very afraid. And they said, Why is Abishur doing this for us? In other words, they didn't realize that it's because of their actions that they did, that they sold Yosef, so they were, they were asking, why does David should do this to us? So here you see that sometimes a person doesn't realize why David should does it. Rabbi Yechanan heard this, Dal he lifted up his eyes, and he looked at the child to see, wow, like amazing how this child was able to see and find this in the Torah. Rashi here brings that Rabbi Yechanan had very big eyebrows, that every time he had to look up to see, he had to have these special utensils that he picked up his eyebrows to be able to look. And he looked at the child. What happened? Asi Ime, the mother of the child, which is Rabbi Yechanan's sister, came. She took him out immediately. Amra, she said, Amra Le, she said to the child, Ta mikame. Come, let's go away from Rabbi Yechanan. She shouldn't do to you like he did to your father. Now she brings here, there's a story with Heshlakish that uh, there was one time that Heshlakish said something to Rabbi Yechanan that was uh, disrespectful. And Rabbi Yechanan looked at him, he was makped on him, and eventually Rabbi Heshlakish became sick and he passed away. Rabbi Yechanan said, Motor Yachid. Rain, the Abishra brings to the world, even for the purpose of an individual that needs the rain. Parnaseh The opening for Parnaseh, the Abishra brings for Rabim, if there are many that need. The fact that the Abishra brings rain, even for an individual, there's a Pasuk that says, The Abishra opens up for you, for one person, his treasure, to give rain for the land. The parnasa the Ebishter gives if it's for many. The Pasuk says, By the mon, the Ebishter says, I will give for you the bread, so it's for all the Eden that need the bread. They asked the question, There were three great leaders that stood up for Eden. Who are they? Eloheim, Moshe, V'arayin o Miriam. And Gimel Matanis Teves, and there were three good gifts, Nitnu al Yadam, that were given to the Yidin through them. And Ve'eluhein, these are the gifts that the Yidin got in the Midbar. Be'er, the well of water that came from the rock. Ve'onon, the cloud that surrounded the Yidin. Uman, and the Uman that they had. Be'er, b'schus Miriam, that was in the merit of Miriam. Amud Onon, b'schus Arayin, the cloud was in the schus of Arnakain. And Man was in the merit of Meisha. So then when Miriam passed away, so the, the Be'er of water was removed. As the Pasuk says, When Miriam passed away, and then the Pasuk says afterwards, He didn't have water to drink. And then the water was returned to the Eden in the schos of Meisha and and then Meis Adam, when Adam passed away, Nistalko Anane Kovet. So then the Anane Kovet of the Yidin was removed. Shenem, as the Pasuk says, Vayishma Kenani Melacharod. The Kenani Melacharod. And he heard what happened. So Mashmo Shoma. What did he hear? Shoma Shemes Adam. He heard that Adam passed away. Vinistalko Anane Kovet. The Anane Kovet was removed from Yidin. Ukasavet. And he thought that this is a sign that Nitna Loirishust Elochem Beisrael. That now he has the ability to come and fight with Yidin. This is the Pasuk that it says, So the simple pshat of the Pasuk is that the Yidin saw that Aaron passed away. But Rabbi said, 
don't read the word as vayiru, but rather ela vayeirau, which means that the Yidin were exposed. So now, how does it, how do we read the pasuk vayeirau kola eida? The Yidin were exposed. Ki gava aron. According to this pshat, ki does not mean that aron passed away, but it means because aron passed away, therefore they were exposed. The word ki has four different meanings. It means e. If Dilma perhaps Ella bought the ha because. So over here it means because. And then what happened after Anakim passed away? So now the water and the Ananiya Kovit came back and the Schus of Moshe. And then Moshe, when Moshe passed away, Nistalkokulon. So the water, Ananiya Kovit, and the Mon all stopped. Shenemar, there's a pasuk that says, "Va'akhid as shloishes haroyim be'yerech echad." Eibushes says, "I removed all three shepherds of Yidden in one month." That Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam passed away in the same month. V'chibi'yerech echad meisu? Did they all pass away in the same month? V'halei Miriam meisa b'nisn. Miriam passed away in the month of Nisn. V'aroyim ba'av. And Moshe is ba'ada, so it's different months. It's not one month. Ella melamed. What this pasuk is teaching me is shenizbatlu gimul matonis toivis shenitnu al yadon, that the three gifts that was given through them were all annulled. Vinistalku kulon biyerech echad. And then when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, they all were removed in the same month and the same time, because it all came back through Moshe Rabbeinu. So what do we see from here? We might have brought this whole thing to prove that Alma, we see from here, we see that Parnasa comes to Yidin, which is the man, in whose chus did the Yidin get the man, all in the chus of Moshe Rabbeinu. So for just for one person. So the one answer is Shani Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu is different. Kivin the Lerabim who, because Moshe Rabbeinu is for the purpose of the Yidin, it's not just for himself, but Moshe Rabbeinu is the Rebbe of the Yidin, so therefore Kerabim Domi. So the man coming in his chos is like the, the Rabbim that is coming in this chos of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is for the Rabbim. But the Rabbim is before also pronounced the Shvil Rabbim. Correct. Right. So over here, even though it says that it came back in the schus of Moshe, but nevertheless, it's considered to be for the schus of a rabbin. Huh? Okay, saying it's poshut. What's, what's the Gemara adding over here? Even if it's in the schus of Moshe, but it's for the purpose of Yidin that Yidin needed. But it's still in the schus of one person. The whole point before in the Gemara was, the rain comes in the schus of an individual, or in the schus b'shvil rabbin. Okay, I hear what you're saying. They were always found in front of Rava, learning Torah from Rava. So then when Rava passed away, So they came to learn in front of Rav Papa. So anytime Rav Papa said that and they didn't understand it, they didn't agree to it, so they would make signs to one another, they were looking at one another that they don't agree with him. Rav Papa felt bad about these students that weren't accepting what he's saying. So he saw in a dream that they were reading to him, to Rav Papa that is, that I will remove all three shepherds in one day. So he understood that this was a sign that Abish is going to take the life of these three students that are not listening to him. On the next day, when they came to depart from him, so Rav Papa said to them, that you should go in peace. 
What does this mean? So there are two pshatim in this. One pshatim in this is that he basically told them, you should leave, go learn by someone else, don't learn by me, because if you're going to learn by me, David is going to take away your life. So go learn by someone else. <coughs> Sorry. Another pshat is, bishlama. So there's the Gemara that says that when you say, leich lishalim, that's what you say for a person that's going to live. A person that's passing away, you say, leich bishalim. So he used the lotion of bishlama because he knew that they're going to pass away. Rav Shimi Barashi, Avashchiach, Kamei de Rav Popper. Rav Shimi Barashi also used to learn in front of Rav Popper. Have a makshile tuve. He used to ask many questions on the things that Rav Popper said. Yoimachad, one day, Chazye, Rav Shimi Barashi saw the Nafal Alape, that Rav Popper is falling on his face, and he's davening to the Ebishta. And Shomei Da'amar, he heard Rav Popper saying, Rahmane Litzlan, the Ebishta should save me, Mikisufa de Shimi, from the emba- embarrassment of Shimi that he asks me all these questions. So Rav Shimi Barashi accepted upon himself to be quiet and actually. He didn't ask him all those questions that he used to ask him. Okay, that's the end of this story. Now the Gemara goes back to the Indian of the rain. So we started off saying that the Ebishter brings rain for even one individual. Reshlokish also holds that motor that rain the Ebishter brings for one individual. Where do we see that the Ebishter brings rain for one person? There's a Pasuk that says, Ask from the Ebishter for rain, in the time when there's the season of the end of the rain. The Ebishter brings clouds, the Ebishter gives rain to them, for a person for the grass in his field. So he explains, I would think that the Abish only brings rain when everybody needs rain. The Pasuk says it's even for one person. And Vitanya, we learned in Abraise, others take out this word, Vitanya. If, if it's one person, I would think only if that person needs rain for all of his fields. The Pasuk says even for just one field, the Abish brings rain. Isada, if it's for one field, only if he needs rain for the entire field. It says in the Pasuk, even if there's just one grass in the field that needs rain, the Eivishter brings rain for this person. After, of course, be to this. In the Rav Daniel Bar Ketina, the story with Rav Daniel Bar Ketina, he had a garden, and every day he would go, and and he would go to look and see in the garden what's going on over there, to see what's growing. Omar, he said, this row in the garden, needs more rain, more water. And and another row there, does not, uh, does not need water. And mitra, and the rain came, the kamashki, and it gave the, the water that it was needed for that one row or for that one patch in his garden. So you see that Abishra brings rain for an individual and even for one spot in the field that's necessary. Maya over there where he needed the rain, that's where it came. My Hashem What's the meaning when the Pasik says that the Abishra brings clouds? What this teaches me is she called tzaddik with tzaddik. Every single tzaddik, a kaddish baruch hu oisel leichaziz bifneyatzmai. The Eibushter brings a cloud for that tzaddik and brings him the rain that he needs. My chazizim. What's the term chazizim when it says clouds? A plural term that the Eibushter brings chazizim. Amar Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says parchais. There are flying clouds. What does this mean? So he explained, similar matar, a sign that it's going to come a, a strong, a steady rain, 
Pairchais. That is the, the first you have these flying clouds. What does this mean? My Pairchais. Amaraf Pope. Eva Klisha. Tusi Eva Smichta. You have these thin clouds that are below the thicker clouds, and that's a sign that the rain is coming. That's these Pairchais. That's these Chazizim. Chazizim are these thin clouds that are flying below the thick clouds. Amarav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, Nehile, when you have this light rain that comes down, Mekame Mitre, so before, that, that's before the, the steady rain, so that means Asi Mitre. It starts raining lightly, so then you know that afterwards it's going to come a stronger rain. Basa Mitre, but when you have this light rain that follows after it rains, Pasik Mitre. Pasik mitre. So you know that with the rain, that it just rained, is, is ending, it's finishing, and therefore you have a light rain. When, when you have before the rain, you have this uh, light rain, so you know that a steady rain is coming. A sign for this is Maholta. That like when you use a sieve, when you're, when you're sifting flour, so what happens? First the thin flour comes out and then eventually the coarse flour comes out. So the same thing also with rain. It starts with a light rain and then it comes a thicker rain, a stronger rain. The Basa Mitra, Pasak Mitra, and then also when it finishes raining, so after the rain you have a light rain, so Simanach, a sign for this is Chariya de Izi, the dung that comes from goats. So also the way they, they relieve themselves from the body, first it comes out stronger and it finishes off lighter. So Gemara, Ule Iklala Bavel. Ule came to Bavel, Chaze Perches. So he saw that there was these clouds that were flying, these, these chazizim, these clouds that were there. So Amalahu, he told them, Panu money, take in all the kalim that are outside, the hashdasi mitre, it's going to rain now. Lasaif, layasi mitre, in the end, it didn't rain. Omar, so he said, Ula said, Kehechi de Meshakri Bavloi, just like the people in Bavel are lying. So, Hachi Meshakri Mitrayo, the same thing also, the rain, the signs of rain is a false sign. It's a false alarm. It looks like it's going to rain, but it doesn't rain. It's because of this, their behavior. Ulem, Ikla Bavel, and Ola another time came to Bavel, Chazi, Molet, Tzane, the Tamri, Bezuze. He saw a full basket of dates that was being sold for one Zuz. In other words, it's such a large amount for such a cheap price. Omar, he said, de a full basket of honey, which is the dates with honey. And Bezuze, it's so cheap, it's just for one zuz. And the people in Bavel are not learning Teireh. In other words, he says, look, they have so much money, so much food available so easily, and they still don't use their time to learn Teireh. What happened? Balailia, then that night, he ate from those dates, Tsaru. The dates really gave him a hard time. It gave him stomach pains. So now he came and he was Malamat Tzchus and the people of Babel. He said, Omar, The people in Babel have to suffer from this basket of knives. You eat them and it, and it, and it, it, it shtechs you like it, it gives you these pains like a knife. And for one Zuz, And still with this kind of food, they still learn Teira. Tanya and Abraisa, we learned, Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yezer said, the entire world, the rain that comes in the world, where does it originate from? It comes from the waters of the ocean. Shanama, as the Pasik says, the aid, Yalem in Oretz, there's the aid, which is a cloud or the moisture that comes up from the ground below, which comes up from the water below, and then and then it, it, it drops the rain all over in the earth. So it originates from the waters of the ocean. That's Rabbi Yezah. Amalei Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Hakadapi, The waters of the ocean are very salty, and the rain that it rains is, is sweet, is good waters. 
That rain becomes sweet when it goes up into the clouds. The, the salt in it stays below. It doesn't go up in the clouds. That's, uh, once it goes up, it becomes, uh, it becomes uh, sweet. Like, like when a person boils water, so what happens? The salt stays below and the, the, the good part of the water goes up. Like the clouds clean it up? No, no. Okay. The mask in I, 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 I believe I saw, I saw Mepharshim, they said that the pshat is that the salt remains below. It's heavy. The salt aspect of the, the part of the water is heavy. It stays below. And it's just the water itself that goes up. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, The entire world does not get its water from the oceans below. It gets the water from above. There's water above that comes down. Shanema, the Pasik says, It's from the waters of the heavens that you drink, that you drink the water here. So, so what does Rabbi Shua do? How does he explain the Pasik that says that the cloud comes up from below? What happens is, There are clouds that come up from below and they go up to the sky. And then they open up their, their mouth. The clouds open up like a barrel that opens itself up. And they receive the rain from above in it. There's a Pasuk that says, That the to pours water into this barrel. Oh, and uh, so that's, in other words, he agrees that there is clouds that come up from the, from the ocean, but that's not, that doesn't contain enough water to bring water for the rain. The, the, this little rain that there is in the clouds that come up, then has to open up and receive mud, the real rain that comes from above. And these clouds have holes like a, like a sieve that has holes in it. And then it comes and it drips the water onto the ground below. As the Pasuk it says, From the thick clouds it drips water here below. And when the water comes out from the clouds, so what separates one drop from another is just like a little hair, hair breath between one drop and another drop when the rain comes out. This comes to teach you, and this is an, an, a, sec, a, a separate point it seems actually. So in other words, the point over here is, as Mepharshim explained, that to separate from one drop and another, that really if the, the rain would have and should have came out all like in one piece, but if the rain would come out from the clouds in one piece and it would drop that way on the earth below, it would flood everything. So they just separated the drops of the rain, that it should be a tippa tippa, that it shouldn't come and flood the entire world. Now the following psukim that we're about, about to bring comes to teach you. That the day of a rain is so great. It's like the day that the Ebesha created heaven and earth. We had this before in the Gemara. Shanama the Pasik says, The Ebesha does great things that we can't understand. And right there the Pasik says, What are we speaking about? The fact that the Ebesha brings rain on the earth. On the earth. <laughs> and there's another Pasuk that says, <laughs> We can't understand the Eibishter. And that refers to the Eibishter creating the world. So by both, by rain. And when the Eibishter creates the world, it says, <laughs> Okay, this is the conclusion of the Braise. So we had here a Machleikis between Rabbi Yez and Rabbi Yeshua. Where does the rain primarily come from? From below, from the ocean below, or from Shemayim? So now the Gemara says, According to who does this Pasuk here go that it says, The Ebesha gives to drink the water, the rain, the mountains, from where? From the places above, 
So it seems like the rain comes from above, like Rabbi Yeshua said. That this is from the high places of the Eibishter, not from below. This is according to Rabbi Yeshua that says that the rain comes from above. But Rabbi Yezer, what does Rabbi Yezer say to this? Even the sulky lahasam, since the clouds they t- they come from below, but they get elevated above, so therefore mashke maliyasev karilu. So therefore, it's called maliyasev that the Eibusher brings the rain from above. The yuleitay ma'achi. If you're not going to say that that's the pshat here, that it's called maliyasev because it, it ascends above and then it comes down below. So there's a pasuk where it says avok ve'afar min hashemayim. That the Abish will bring dust and earth from the heavens. This is a klala that it says over there in the Psukim. So what does this mean? What does this mean? The source of, this, of the sand and of the, the earth that comes from above. It doesn't come from above. in the midli, since the Abishab lifts it up to above, So therefore it says that it's coming from the heavens. But it's not, that's not the source of this uh, sand and earth that comes from above. So the same thing also, Since the rain, the clouds come from below and it goes up. So therefore it's called Malayasaf. Another pasik, according to who does this that Rab Khanina said go according to it says in the Pasik, Kainas Kaneid Mei Hayom, the Abishta gathers the waters like you gather it into a barrel, all the waters of the ocean, Naisim by Tsaraiz Tahimis, and the Abisha put it into the treasures of the Tahim, the water that's deep down under the earth, Aisha put it all into the Tahim. So he said, Mi Garam Laitzir Shi Smala by Bar. So the, he touched this pasik as follows. Who causes the treasure houses to be filled with grain? Tohaimais. It's the water that comes from below, from the Tohaim, that fills the oceans. And then from there the clouds come. And from there the rain comes. And that's how everything grows. So according to him, he's saying that the clouds and the rain all comes from where? From below, from the Tohaim. So according to whose opinion is this? This follows Rabbi Yezah's opinion. And what explains with Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua will explain that Pasik, Hahu Bibriyasa That Pasik is talking about not all the rain Bakhlal. It's talking on the day in the Khathila when the Abisha created the world, so the world was all flooded with water all over. And then when the Abisha created the world, the Abisha took the water of the entire world and brought it together into the Tahaim and into the places where the ocean was in order to be able to create the dry land that people should be able to live on. That's what the Pasik is talking about, but it's not talking about the rain the way it comes when it rains.